Welcome to the MotoWorldRacing.com Moto Show. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. Now, presenting your hosts and two guys who should know better, Paul Lindsay and Steve Mathis. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to the MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. As any of you who listened live this week will realize, we had uh, some more technical problems than uh, we cared to talk about. But uh, another thing is, we lost the first part of the show. So you, what you're going to listen to right here is uh, basically the restart. And uh, you'll still get the Chad Reed call along with the Guy B. And uh, you'll get the three quarters of the show. You missed the very beginning when I'm just talking and there's some trivia answers and uh, some sponsor mentions that uh, you'll, you'll miss. But uh, that's about it. Thanks a lot. And uh, let's try to get this working for next week thanks all right we're back at least for now anyways the technical difficulties continue to uh to uh back the show up you know we've uh we've got everything we have uh we've got backup computers we have backup isp uh or backup internet addresses backup servers even what we don't have is a backup isp and uh cost communications in las vegas i would just like to say a big f you so uh, I don't know what's going on right now. We I called them today. They they said they knew they had a little bit of problems with service, but they didn't know if it was happening again or what it was exactly. So they, there wasn't much they could tell me. So I don't know if you guys got the trivia or not, but uh, basically the last – send me the name of the last guy to defend his 450 Supercross title. Uh, it wasn't Reedy. It wasn't Stewart. Uh, send it to Steve at directmotocross.com, and we will get you a uh, $100 off Rockwell watch gift certificate. So uh, look who's rocking Rockwell, rockwelltime.com. You can check them out. So uh, send me the uh, trivia answer, and uh, you could be the uh, the lucky winner. Uh, last week, like I said, nobody got it. So I was pretty uh, pretty bummed out about that one. So as we go on, we're still uh, hoping to uh, be able to transmit the show tonight, and we're, uh, we're working feverishly behind the scenes to do that. Um, what a show, though. What a show we're seeing in Supercross. Not so much what a show we're seeing here tonight. Uh, four episodes of the Moto Show and, and absolutely zero problems. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, fifth week, not so much. Maybe it's something to do with Chad Reed. Maybe the uh, the gods just don't want Chad Reed to come on the show. Maybe the gods don't want Guy B to come on the show. We're supposed to have the uh, Vital MX guru Guy B later on in the show. So we're... Uh, we're not even sure if we're able to have that. And uh, as well, my co-host, Paul Lindsay. Let's not forget about old Paul. He's uh, back in Colorado, and uh, we're hoping to have him on the show as well. Why don't we uh, test these phones out, uh, 702-586-7857, and uh, give me a call and let's see what we have working for that. Maybe something I did behind the scenes works. Maybe not. And uh, and we're going to try to have Reedy on here in a little bit to uh, to get things on and get things rolling. But of course, as we've known in the early uh, beginnings of the MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show, nothing is quite for sure. So I just want to say, though, uh, again, Cox Communications in Las Vegas, uh, FU. We were streaming earlier for an hour and a half music just to uh, double check all our settings again, and uh, it was working fine. And then, of course, we fire up the show and and we got all this. It would be funny if it wasn't me. I would be laughing my balls off at some dude constantly effing up his his moto radio show and probably ruining him on the chat room as well. But it's me, so I don't find it very funny at all. I'm actually uh, 
pretty stressed here. Let me uh, take a swig of my coffee. And uh, plug in a little wire there. But, uh, yeah, so uh, go ahead, savage me. Don't uh, don't make fun of my buddy Paul Lindsay. He had nothing to do with this. Uh, let's try to take a call here on the uh, Motor World Racing Moto Show. Hey, who's this? Hey, this is Greg. Yeah, what's going on? Hey, Greg, how are you? Uh, just calling to check in, see how you're doing. Uh, good, you know, uh, just trying to see if we still got rid of our technical problems there. Uh, um, they could strike again. It could be Gremlins. You, you don't really know. Could be uh, Gizmo or maybe uh, one of his buddies. So basically, uh, looks to me by, by Greg's phone call that the uh, the phone system fix uh, didn't work. So that's uh, that's awesome. I'm really happy about that. Uh, not to fear, though. We have another phone system. We have a backup system, and we're going to be uh, calling Reed on that and uh, try to take some of your guys' questions. Uh, most likely, uh might just be him and I rapping. be like a solo podcast show. Um, so anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. I promise you, uh, we will either fix this problem we're having, or I will no longer be around to write observations and do podcasts because I will be stepping in front of the commuter train, uh, ASAP. So, uh, the goal with Paul and I had with this show was to bring you guys the best, uh, the best guests, the best quality. Um, <laughs> that sounds funny now that I say that, uh, the best phone calls and all that. And, uh, Clearly, it's uh, it's not working out so good. But uh, like I said, we're working on it, and uh, thank you for sticking with us. I don't know how many people have uh, given up already and gone to bed, but uh, we'll, 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 we'll work through it. Um, what a race. What, a, what an incredible race. If you can uh, – it seems like the phone system cuts out. Uh, for some reason, early early on in the phone call, in the phone call. So what I want you guys to do is uh, call me at uh, our backup phone line seven zero two two zero two six zero eight two and uh, ask me a question. And uh, hopefully, um, well, I really hope that, uh, that, that 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 one will uh, will work. Um, really have no guarantees on that one either. But uh, yeah, so what a race though. What do you guys think? Who who's gonna win this thing? Is Dungey gonna throw it away like Hill said? Uh, I know he's buddies with Lawrence. I know there's no love lost there, but uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not I'm not really sure what to think there uh, in regards to that. He could end up uh, crashing out like he did in the uh, Western Region Light Series uh, a couple years ago. But then again, last year he put it to everybody. The pressure was on. He didn't he didn't fall. He had uh, Weimer on his tail, Canard on his tail, and he and Morris right there, and he uh, held it strong to the end. So. Uh, really, in effect, Dungey's shown that he can do it. Um, it's just a matter of, uh, of putting it all together. I don't think he's prone to the pressure of crashing and all that. I, I really don't think so. Um, but who knows? Uh, certainly Hill's comments, you know, all these guys read that stuff. They all read the message boards. And uh, any of them who say they don't uh, are full of crap, or at least most of them are full of crap. So they're going to read Hill's comments, and then Dungey will start thinking more and more about it and, uh, you know, possibly uh, – Maybe that'll get in his head. I don't. I don't. I don't know for sure, but uh, he's a pretty smooth guy. His his crashes were gnarly on the weekend, though. I'm sure we all saw them on TV. Uh, a couple of really nasty uh, crashes that he got lucky on. Man, that second one, he just jammed himself into the dirt, and I don't know how he's uh, feeling it. I wrote uh, in my column. I spoke to his agent, and uh, he says he's sore, but he's he, otherwise he's fine. A little, little sore, but uh, as anybody would be dropping from the sky like like Ryan did. So it was a. Uh, it was quite a 
quite a race. Uh, Villapoto and Hill going at it. Uh, I heard on the po- I heard that uh, after the race, Hill came up to uh, RV and and apologized for the little rough riding, and RV accepted his apology kind of angrily. So maybe maybe there's something there. Maybe there's going to be a rivalry there. Certainly, those two guys have a. Um, basically have a have a have a killer rivalry and uh you know maybe maybe there's going to be some more fireworks there they're really close in speed that's for sure both guys need a little bit more fitness i think to uh to match a rd5 right now but incredible skill josh hill just takes his anger out at the at the whole track so give me a call if you want on the backup phone the bat phone 702-202-6082 and uh Call me and we'll talk about the race. It uh, certainly was exciting. Canard, what can you say about Canard capturing his first 250 win of the season and uh, in a in a dominating performance? I gotta say he was uh, certainly uh, uh, rode a perfect race. And Weimer had nothing to be ashamed about. I heard he had a little bit of bent shifter or something after after the race. But uh, you know, the race the guy that was going to beat Weimer was going to have to make no mistakes, and uh, and Canard didn't. And uh, good for him. Uh, and you know what? He, he started a little slow. Last year he started slow too. Last year he had it coming off an injury, so you kind of had a uh, a reason why. But uh, uh, th- this year, you know, you're just uh, you're not really too sure uh, if Kennard can can get up there and get in the mix. I think he can, though. I know he's bad a little bit of injury, like I said, but I think he can. So uh, let's take a call here. Hey, you're on the Moto Show. What's going on? Steve, how you doing, man? Glad you got up and running. Yeah, we're hey, we're uh, working on it, man. We're we're trying. <laughs> yeah, don't jump, man. It's all the star. Hey, listen, it's it's has been for the message board. Hey, has been. Uh, how you doing? Okay, dude, you're you has- you and I you and I have had some conversations lately. <laughs> I got direct line. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Your, your buddy Hanson said it's all about the girl. He did. Where did he uh, say that? In, in in that little uh, the little halftime thing. Yeah, you know, I. I missed the that. They did on the live TV on the, on the CBS broadcast, which is really hokey, but it plays into the whole, you know, how circus atmosphere this whole thing is. Yeah, yeah, but, no. Uh, uh, Henny's good for the sport. He's got that attitude that some people like. You know, I, I missed that halftime thing. I need to, uh, my DVR didn't get the lights race for some reason, so I need to see that. Yeah. yeah well, I ran two I miles, though, so. Yeah, I know. That's, that's what I'm getting to. So, you know, if you. Did you uh, contact him? Is he going to come on and uh, talk to you face to face, man to man? Well, this this may shock you. This may shock you, but uh, I don't have his phone number, so uh, <laughs> uh, I've got my friend Nick Way, who who rides with Josh and knows him. Yeah. And uh, I said that I passed on the message to Nick via Twitter and via text message to tell Hanny that uh, I've run the two miles and I'm ready for an appearance. Um, we'll see if it happens. We actually videotape me running. Um, and I'm kind of I'm kind of bummed about that. Some industry people, I mean, do you ever go on a treadmill? Has been sure. Is there something wrong with the treadmill? Are they are they not calibrated to two miles? Is there a reason well, to be? Well, if you have if you have blown out knees, you got to run on a treadmill because you go outside, you blow your knees out. So yeah, that's, uh, that's the number one well, uh, you know rehab. Situation. I got a lot, I got a lot of industry flack for a yeah. running on a treadmill, and then b I was running at you know anywhere from like a four to a four point seven speed. And I mean, I'm out of shape, as we all know. But I, I feel like I was running. I feel like that was I was fast. Uh, and apparently, people don't think so. They were bagging on the speed, and they were bagging on the treadmill. Well, you know, you got to you got to have the pizza on the stick, and you put in the little programmable uh, hills on the treadmill, and you're all set. 
But the, the other thing that I think that you and Hanny have in common, there's, there was a, a, a video from a couple of years ago when he had his little purse dog, and he was like, you know, trying to get girls with that. So I think you guys have the, the dog thing you talk about. You know, you, you ran it two miles that he challenged you to. But, um, but the thing that I want to know is, um, do any of the monster girls actually know who you are? I mean, obviously they know who Hanson is, but I mean, do, 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 they, do they know who you are? No, I doubt it. Like, the photographers in the industry, and Guy B might be the only one that isn't like this, the photographers are all pervies, and, you know, they try to, they got their long lens, and they try to get these monster girls. Oh, yeah. uh, um, I don't, I'm not a photographer, so I don't have a whole lot to yeah. do with the girls. I mean, I certainly look at them, but, I mean, they're not, they're not, I'm not really their type, I don't think. Um, well, for, three, for 300 millimeters, it smells like powder, you know. I mean, I, I told him I was the happening, but that didn't matter. Couldn't sell it. Couldn't sell All it. Right. Well, hopefully uh, you got Reedy on the show. You're going to be able to make that happen? Yeah, I think so. I think so. We'll, we'll try to get Reedy on the show. We'll try to get some phone calls for Reedy, but uh, uh, definitely working on that. So thanks, man. All right, man. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> thanks a lot. Hey. All right, bye. Thanks, Hasman. Thanks for calling in. And when he says good luck, uh, he means it. We need it. So uh, thank you for sticking to the MotoWorldRacing.com Moto Show. Uh, give me a call, 702-202-6082, and uh, we, can talk so, we can talk some moto, basically. Um, what else can we talk about? Uh, did you guys uh, read observations today? Uh, there was a, a Kawasaki mock-up of uh, Tim Ferry what his bike would have looked like had he indeed uh, uh, been able to race for Monster Cowie this year. So, um, yeah, he was, wasn't able to, but uh, kind of brought tears to my eyes a little bit. Uh, speaking of Red Dog, I talked to him uh, the other day. He's gone riding. He's been riding. So hopefully uh, somebody out there will hire him for nationals. Um, I'd like to see that happen, um, obviously. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, one guy that I think hasn't got enough credit is definitely um, Cole Seeley. Uh, the Troy Lee Designs team. He's been uh, he's been great this year, and uh, and I know last year he started started up front quite a bit. And uh, oh, hey, we got a call. Let's take a call, and we'll talk about Cole Seeley. Hey, you're on the MotorWorldRacing.com dot com Moto Show. Hey, I was just kind of kind of pick your brain. What do you think of Millsaps this weekend? Millsaps? He looked good, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. I wonder if he's going to. I wonder he's going if he's going to keep it up. Uh, he's he's been really good. Hey, man, win bonuses will motivate a guy. They will. They will, I know. And, uh, I mean, really, if you think about it, Davey's got the talent. He's got, out of the, everybody on the line right now, he's tied, no, yeah, he's tied with Villapoto in career Supercross wins with three, trailing Wyndham. So uh, he's the second, second most career-winning Supercross rider on the line every weekend. So, I mean, he's done it. I don't know if he's going to be able to do it again. Hey, you got twelve more races to go. I mean, that's a lot of points. I think Millsaps. Hey, if the guy can get his head on right, then that could he might wind up. I know. I guess we'll see this weekend, huh? Yeah, we will. Uh, all right, man. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Alrighty. And uh, there you go. Another caller on the uh, on the MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show. We're gonna get Chad Reed on the phone here and uh, put him through the show and uh, see what he's doing. He's certainly got some time on his hands. There's no doubt about that. Um, I know the uh, I know the Cowie guys have been uh, they're bummed out a little bit, but uh, a little bit uh, Villapoto's win will uh, will help them uh, get through a little bit. 
Didn't look the same Reedy, though, early on in the season. I don't know uh, how many guys listening uh, or, or on the chat room had went to the uh, first couple of races, but uh, definitely not the same Reedy we had seen. Uh, by all accounts, though, from people I talked to, he uh, he was on it. He was uh, he was definitely on it uh, speed-wise at the test track. So, um, uh, you know, basically I think he can uh, he can pull it through. He, I mean, he's, he's Chad Reed, for God's sake. So um, let's uh, let's try to get him on the show here and uh, see if he's listening. Reedy. Hey, what's going on, bud? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, we've had a little bit of technical issues here on the show. Uh, Today, again? Yeah, again. We uh, we basically, um, I, th- I think it's uh, my my internet service provider, but we're not quite sure on that. So, yeah. Thank you for uh, coming on the show. What's been going on with you? What's uh, what's the story? Yeah, I'm on the show right now. Yeah, you're on the show. Sorry, oh. you're on oh. live. Yeah, <laughs> um, should have told you that. Um, what's yeah, been going just, on? Yeah, just hang, hanging out, watching what's on TV. Lost, <laughs> I think. So uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's pretty appropriate. I'm lost. I'm, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. <laughs> no, actually, just uh, Ellie and I are actually on on the internet and, uh, and checking out some baby names. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, and baby names. So, so did you? Did we just announce that, or have? Does everybody know that now, that you are no, going to be mean, a dad? It's been out. Yeah, it's been out for a while. Okay. All right. So I was hoping to break it on the show, but guess not. Um, yeah. You're slow. You're normally on it, but you're slow this time. <laughs> yeah, dude. We're uh, – insert the clown music at any moment here, I think. Um, <laughs> what's So your surgery on your hand, you got a plate in it. What do you do now? Do you just wait? I mean, is there anything you can do to uh, cycle maybe? That's about it? Yeah, I mean uh, – to be honest with you, um, <laughs> just hanging out. I mean, this yeah. is the first time for me, and um, you know, at first it's all pretty negative, and you you know, you're all pretty bummed out. And, yeah. But you know, I'm just kind of taking it for what it is, and take the good from the bad, and uh, you know, I'm excited to have some downtime, and um, you know, have some have some time at home with Ellie and, and the family, and uh, you know, just kind of get to hang out. You know, we've got some big things obviously happening this year, and. Uh, I want to be healthy 100%, and that goes deeper than my hand. And um, so yeah. yeah, just been working on that training. I haven't haven't done any training yet, and yeah. don't really care to at this point. <laughs> I just want to be I just want to be 100% and feel good. And and uh, yeah, as long as, as long as I achieve that, then then I'll be you know back on a motorcycle. I think uh, you know riding the bike's the easy part to, for me. You know, I, I just I want to be 100%, and I think over the last uh, year. You know, I don't feel like I've been able to put my best foot forward as much as I want to. Yeah, I uh, I know you've had some reoccurrence of the stomach issues that's, that's been bothering you. Are you making progress with that? I don't want to type those words anymore that you had yeah. some stomach problems. Are you making progress? Yeah, I mean, so. Are you getting closer? What is the deal with it? You know, I think all along, I think you, you know, I'm learning more and more about it and uh, just tackling it as tough as I can and, and yeah. doing it in a way that, that I, you know, I know how and, and, and taking the advice from the doctors and, and everything like that. And I, I feel like I'm getting somewhere. And, um, you know, at, at Anaheim 1 press conference, you know, I was asked, you know, am I 100%? Was I feeling good? And mm-hmm. I think that uh, if you listen to a lot of the people's interviews, I think that it's telling to each and every individual's season. Um, you know, I wasn't feeling good and wasn't feeling confident and wasn't feeling like I had, 
you know what it took to to go and be be the writer that I thought I could be. So uh-huh. season <laughs> the season pretty much went exactly to to that feeling. Yeah, I was gonna I I was gonna ask you. You didn't look like the Reed that we know and we knew. And I mean, you know, I got I got friends that have seen you at the test track, friends that have seen you in Florida, and they all, by all accounts, they said, "Hey." he's on it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, he's as good as he's ever was and he looks awesome, but, uh, just something didn't come together. You could see that at, when you were riding, uh, at a one yeah, in Phoenix. Think, yeah. Uh, you, you know, I had flashes of brilliance and, you know, here and there. And, um, you know, you're close with JT and I think JT will tell you, you know, the, the month of December to previous years to this year, you know, I barely rode. I really didn't feel good. I wasn't, um, wasn't up to par on you know the way I was feeling, and I was trying to regroup and try to you know chase chase some things that were were difficult to be chasing at that point in time in the season. Um, you know, uh, bike wise, I think uh, a lot of people are you know thinking that it's bike related, and you know they see that I came out strong last year and, and all that, but I I don't really think it's bike related. I, I I really enjoy the bike. I think the bike's awesome. One of the best bikes I've ever ridden, and. Um, I think that uh, you know Ryan proved that on the weekend. You know, it's a bike that you can win on. Um, you know, so when I come back, I feel that that I'll be strong and healthy and and uh, be able to you know be the you know be that consistent uh, podium guy that I was before. The, you know, kind of some of the stuff that I've had going on. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it'll, it'll work itself out, and it's not for lack of trying, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I mean. It's weird not having you at the races. I got, I mean, you know, James missed a, a a year. He missed some outdoor races. You don't miss races. You don't get hurt. You know, like well, just, I get hurt, but I still yeah, yeah. find a way to race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your shoulder. Uh, one year at Yamaha. Your your. Uh, well, I guess it was your other. Sh- what was your shoulder in Detroit? Is that what you did? Your shoulder or body, chest? Yeah, shoulder and, and lungs. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you get hurt, but. It's just weird, man. Like, <laughs> weird. it is weird, and, and to be truthful with you, um, I was okay with it. You know, I kind of felt that I, you, you know, kind of, I, t- I had a, a week to get over it a little bit. You know, I flew back to to Florida. I was in California, and I was going to stay out there and, you know, uh, you know, try and do good by the team, and, and you know, go to all the our signings and all that. But after surgery, I was in in a lot of pain and. Uh-huh. And, and I was just over it, you know. I just kind of wanted to be away from it, and didn't didn't want to be uh, stuck in my motorhome or in a hotel room. You know, I wanted to just come yeah. home and kind of lick my wounds, you know. <laughs> you still, uh, so, uh, you still living bad, and yeah. I was okay, you know. I was I was totally okay with it. I, I felt that I dissected uh, all the good and the bad, and I felt that I was real positive about it. Um, but then around, you know, right around ten thirty at night on on Saturday night, my body kind of knew, you know, I kind of looked at the time and then, you know, that was, you know, right around the time when you got to get ready for opening ceremonies on the West Coast and kind of, kind of felt a little bit emotional, a little bit sad, you know, it's kind of the first time in 116 consecutive, you know, races. Is that what it was? Yeah? Yeah, 116 consecutive, I think that's a record actually, so Damn. it was disappointing to, to not be there, but I think, uh, you know, I got to watch a good race on TV the next day and and then, uh, and also San Fran. San Fran was more weed for me. I, I felt that, uh, you know, seeing James out there in battling seems kind of real. That yeah. Watching a race that James or I weren't 
And was really, really weird. <laughs> you probably learned a whole bunch of new guys' names. You're like, oh, that guy races in the <laughs> class. Oh, look at him. He's top 10 it, now. Uh, <laughs> it was funny. You know, I, I, Anaheim, too, I listened to on the internet. I, I listened to it and, um, you know, it's following the race. But um, San Fran, I'm just like, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to look on the line. I don't want to see results. I don't want to know anything. You know, I turned everything off, Ellie, and I just chilled out. Yeah. And then uh, we, we put bets. And, uh, you know, I kind of said my piece and what I felt was who was going to be on the podium and, and uh-huh. you know, try to do my prediction as what I felt would happen. Right. And then she told me what she did, and uh, she couldn't actually, she couldn't hold out, actually. She got up <laughs> before me on Saturday morning and looked up results. Yeah, yeah. And I did, and I stayed to it, watched it on race. Yeah. And the whole time I was just like, no way, no way. <laughs> I mean, everything happened exactly, like the podium positions was exactly what I chose. Um, and then kind of what happened to Ryan, I somewhat predicted, you know, amongst LA and I, and mm-hmm. it was pretty interesting. Yeah, really. Uh, it was a good, good race. Uh, what do you make of, of Villapoto? Is he, is he the fifth and sixth kind of guy we've seen at Anaheim's or is he the second and first at San Francisco and at Phoenix? Well, I mean, <laughs> my, I, my personal opinion, and, uh, you know, it's hard to say because I think, uh, you know, and I think that, you know, a lot of people need to take this for what it is. This is my own personal opinion, nothing else. But I just think he has a lot of things going on in his life right now. I think he has a lot of um, a lot of change uh, for the better, for the worse. Uh-huh. Who knows? Um, you know, so I think his mind is preoccupied. I think he's, you know, he's chasing something that um, that he's after. And, and you know, and I, and I, I applaud him for that. I think uh, you need to chase a little bit and you know he's changing up trainers and you know he's, he's he's obviously not feeling something and he's chasing that feeling that he wants to have and you gotta gotta get after it you know and obviously yeah. he had a great week last week and you know changed up his suspension and put mine on and <laughs> he did <laughs> and then yeah went and, went and won the race so nice. uh, you know good for good for him and the team i know they're being working really hard and and um you know he deserved that one uh, what do you uh, what do you know about him breaking up with Jeff Spencer? Uh, as much as you can tell us, or what goes through a rider's mind to make a change in a trainer? I mean, you've done it. Uh, you and Jeff uh, were a team for a while, and then uh, you parted. Uh, what kind of goes through a rider's mind that where he thinks is it just a simply a change and not really a trainer's fault, or or what? Um, you know, I think trainers. It's it's such an oddball. Thing, you know, and it's probably why I don't have one. Um, you know, I think a lot of them are extremely overpaid, and they they become more of a man friend and somebody that you hang out with uh-huh. more than you know somebody that's doing their job. Um, you know, I think that they all have their own opinion, and 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 they're more guys that that are gym instructors. You know, and, and I think that a, a fine-tuned athlete needs something a little more special than the current crop of. Um, right. trainers that we have, I think. Um, that's my own personal opinion and why I choose to, you know, do my own training. And, yeah. You know, I think nobody knows your body like you do, and um, I'm not somebody that needs to, you know, somebody bashed on my front door at 6 a.m. in the morning to get me up to go training or, you know, to do my laps or anything like that. You know, uh-huh. I, I do actually enjoy, you know, that part of the sport, so... I don't know. Some guys need it. Some guys don't. So I, I think just individually, you need to make the decisions best, you know, based on what your body needs. And you know, Jeff is a is an interesting character to say the least. 
Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, like I enjoyed that. my years with him, but, yeah. but I felt that I outgrew Jeff. Um, I felt that he that he needed to bring more to the table than than what he was presenting, and he wasn't. And maybe you know Ryan got to that point. Yeah. Um, I think that you know knowing Jeff very very well and knowing Ryan. Um, the little that I've been around him, I think that their personalities are quite different. So, uh-huh. um, what, what? You know, I don't think that Ryan is on Jeff's level, and um, I think it, that that you know the communication and the, that relationship could be a difficult one. One thing I think uh, you touched on there: some of these dudes are getting a lot of money, <laughs> right? They're getting a lot of money. I mean, I know what I was paying Jeff. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's it's more than any any you know team manager, any mechanic in the business that's working their butts off and making a, a real difference within the team. Mm-hmm. Where um, you know, not not saying that Jeff didn't make a difference. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Evident, but, right. But you know, it just come to a point where I felt that. You know that I was running the ship, not not him. And in my situation, I felt that if I'm going to pay somebody that, you know, don't always agree with me. If if I'm wrong <laughs> or you think I'm wrong, then tell me I'm wrong. You know, I, yeah. I'm not afraid to hear that I'm wrong, but give me a good reason why I'm wrong, and and I can live with it. So, it do you think that's why? I yeah. The trainer thing is interesting. I want don't want uh, staying on it a little bit. Um, I talked to some old school guys, you know, O'Mara and, and, and Ward and, and Wardy was like, Yeah, you need a trainer these days just to help you and be there and motivate you and, and all that and O'Mara was like and O'Mara is used to be kind of a trainer now he's a coach or whatever. O'Mara was like, bottom line, if you're gonna do the work, you're gonna do the work. You don't need a trainer. So two old school guys with different opinions. Um how much do the trainers make the riders and vice versa? Um, well I mean look at them individually, I mean Johnny O is a guy that's, you know, in extremely good shape, and you can see it physically, and you've seen it in the past. And you mm-hmm. look at Wardy, where, you know, Wardy was extremely talented, and you know he's kind of a short, stubby, fat guy. So <laughs> <laughs> training's not high on his list, but uh, you know, nothing against him. Yeah, I yeah. Take that wrong, but I think that when you look at him like that, it's a pretty fair comment from each individual. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, I think you got to run with what works for you you know some people enjoy you know having somebody around and and always yeah. there up in your business and you know whatever I, i'm a i don't know i just enjoy being around just uh yeah you well, know, back here in florida i got my crew back here that i feel like i have you know got a good program going it's, it's proven i'm always you know it's not like i'm not fit enough or strong enough it's it's uh you know it's proven for me and it works for me but you know well it doesn't always work for everyone one thing about you is that uh you don't really need any more friends or people around you know what i mean like you kind of got this whole thing like a guy like you has got a whole sort of rolling enterprise around him of friends you know what i mean but uh so well, it's a business you, know, you really need to keep the business going yeah no not, i know uh, i'm not chattering entertainment yet but you know we're, <laughs> we're we're doing all right hey uh did you hear about your buddy ellis at at a2 I, I thought something big happened because about in a in a period of about thirty seconds, I had about ten text messages. So, oh, did you? <laughs> um, I actually was like, I was at the alley. I went, "Holy crap! Something big just happened!" <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, kind of got a little bit of a chuckle out of that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. And then Metzger Metzger gave it back to him, so it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was all good. Uh, you still living at the house uh, on the by that lake there in Florida, so you can go on the water yeah. and hang out. Yeah, yeah, and. 
Uh, have you been out to your track? New one. <laughs> have you been out to the... Actually, you know what? I, uh, I've got some projects in the, in the works. And I was actually out the track today. It was the first time that I went out to the track. Pretty much the first time I really got out of the house in uh-huh. the last two weeks. So um, it, it was pretty cool. You know, kind of went out to the track and um, completely uh, turned my property upside down and um, really? but, you know, Barnett, Barnett and Glenn out there and, you know, going crazy and building a new outdoor track. So just, uh, yeah, working on some things, you know, want to start it and going to build a go-kart track and oh, have, man. Some, have some fun. You're going to lay down asphalt on a, for a go-kart track? Yeah. 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 Oh, so, Jesus. yeah, kind of put out a, you know, maybe just short of a mile track and, yeah. Yeah, you know, pave it all and should be pretty cool. I'm coming out there between Atlanta and Daytona, and uh, I was going to hang with JT, so I'll probably be out there checking things out. You can put me to work yeah. or whatever. Um, I'm checking it out. When, uh, when are you looking to come back? Don't know. <laughs> Don't even know. Nick, um, Nick Way says stay on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Nick wants to stay on the, on the sideline, huh? <laughs> hey, he never got – he never Good. got – he got awesome starts on your bike. He hadn't been up front like that all year. So. That, well, I just, well, I just proves you that it's not the bike. You know, I think that uh, – you know, a lot of people try to comment and, and say that, you know, I wasn't comfortable on the bike or whatever, but, you know, I just wasn't comfortable at all with, with me and the way I felt. And, um, you know, my starts have been really, really horrible. And uh, that's, you know, and Nick goes and pretty much holds out the main event. So Yeah. That, uh, and he's got my engine. It's not, uh, he doesn't have, you know, my my exact bike, but my, he has that. He actually does have my engine. So Yeah. Um, goes to show you that... <laughs> That, uh, not everything's the same. Yeah, well, you told me at uh, uh, Phoenix, you know, the Suzuki and the Cowie are quite different starters. You know, you were saying the the Cowie digs in and wants the wheelie, and the and the and the Suzuki just hooks up and, and wants to go. It sort of spins more often. So, I think you were maybe just trying to figure that that part out again, huh? Yeah, like I, um, you know, from from the Yamaha to the Suzuki, you know, at first I kind of struggled. They were really really different, and you know, starting one. And then, um, you know, and I feel like I'm going through the same struggle. And it's not a struggle because, you know, when I practice them, I, I get them down and I, let, you know, I do them really well. But I think mm-hmm. in racing situations, sometimes you can let your brain go back to, um, you know, horrible old habits. And, and I've done that, you know, did that twice this year. So right. um, towards the end of Super X, you know, I felt that, uh, you know, we, we got some, some better tires and, and everything like that and then once I got the good the good tires then I was getting you know whole shots and you know I, I believe my cousin Craig Anderson and Dan Ridden are some of the you know best two starters in the world and I was whole shotting them on a weekly basis so I felt that you know the bike and everything was 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 good and um it just just I changed you know uh, when I got back here yeah. when I got back to the U.S. it was just difficult you know a lot of a lot of things changed including you know the way I was feeling yeah so, uh, so really, don't know when we're going to see you back, huh? I don't know. Just uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. You know, I think uh, right now, you know, just work on, you know, work on getting healthy and back to a hundred percent, and you know, kind of work on, you know, a few business things that I got going on and uh-huh. some projects, and have some fun with that, and you know, kind of get ready for outdoor. Outdoor is priority, really. I mean, um, yeah, Supercross titles over with, and. You know, it's kind of all, all for bragging rights when I come back, really. I mean, it doesn't doesn't mean anything else. So, right. Um, you know, I want to add to my win tally. I'm at 38, and I want to I get up and over uh, 40 and try to, uh, you know, put a dent in, 
in RC. I think RC has 40, 48. So, uh, you know, I'm only 10 off, so yeah. I think we can, you know, put myself in a position to be, you know, second on all-time list. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you're third on the all-time wins list of every motorcycle racer that's ever raced in America. And yet somehow I feel like you don't maybe get the credit you deserve. I don't know. Really? I do. I mean, I, I think people, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I don't want to kiss your ass or nothing, but, you know, you're pretty gnarly. And uh, ah, the message boards and, and, you know, fans are just like, you know, ah, he, he he wins when, when Stewart's hurt or Carmichael's hurt. But, I, I mean, I don't know. You're third on the all-time wins list. That You don't get that way by accident. You don't. I don't know if I can get lucky 38 times, <laughs> I, I think I'm pretty, uh, I think that some good's going to come out of being lucky 38 times. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I've never even got lucky 38 times in my whole life, but whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, got to be, got to take the good with the bad, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, mean, I think I've had my fair share of uh, good races, you know, I've taken, taken, uh, taken RC down sometimes, you know, at his best. And yeah. I don't know, I, I feel like I'm proud and, and excited to have uh, raced Ricky in his prime, James in his prime, and, and definitely, you know, got my share fair wins. I didn't see anybody else that can claim that. No one. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm all right. I right. can sleep at night. Yeah, yeah, you're okay with that? Uh, yeah, I'm okay with that. All right. Well, if anybody wants to call in and talk to Chad Reed, 702-586-PULP. We'll, uh, we'll try the phone systems again. We've... Uh, had some technical difficulties, but we're working on that. And uh, 702-586-7857, uh, call in to, uh, to ask Chad Reed a question. Uh, just a few more things. Uh, hey, how about JT? He's riding good. Dude, he's on it. Yeah, he's, he's qualified for every race that yeah. he's been at. Yeah. He's, he's killing it. You know, I know he loves the new bike, and, and uh, you know, anything after riding the Honda, I'm sure it feels awesome. So, yeah, um, yeah no, it's good, good for him, and... Um, you know, I go out there and watch him and try to give him some pointers as much as I can. And um, we got a little bit of weather here in Florida, so I don't yeah. think he's going to be doing any riding this week. But. Oh, yeah? Is it pretty bad? Yeah, it's been yeah. raining a little bit. All right, well, let's see if we can take some calls. No promises if this thing's going to work. But, uh, hey, you're on the Moto Show with uh, Chad Reed. What's going on? And we're out. Yeah, and we're out. Um Hey, you're on the Moto Show with Chad Reed. What's going on? You there? Caller? No, nothing? Fantastic. This is awesome. Uh, anyways, yeah, you've missed out on JT uh, charging hard all race and uh, and doing well. So, um, yeah, no, he's been working really hard. And, you know, obviously, uh, he's a champ now. He's a, I think he was, like, one of the first champions of 2010. So, uh yeah, he's, he's, he's <laughs> right some of the first champions of 2010. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, you know JT. You oh. know he's gonna love that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 no doubt about I've that. I've heard all about it. Believe me, all the text messages I got when he won the title that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, he was he was pretty excited. Yeah, it was pretty funny, you know, like to see, you know, to see somebody like JT and you know battling for a title and like how nervous he was, like right before he left, you know, to fly out to Germany. He like it was kind of like. He was going one end of the country and world, and I was going on the other, you know. So yeah. it was pretty, uh, pretty interesting to see how nervous he was. I'm like, dude, just, just chill out, you know. <laughs> you, just uh, go and have fun, ride the way you know you can, and, and you'll get it done. And uh, you know, I just remember one text message. He's like, 
dude, I don't know how you do it. If I had to do it in the U.S., I think I'd be puking in my helmet every weekend and <laughs> and just like it was just like having a complete meltdown. And it was just, it was pretty funny and interesting to see you, you know somebody uh, in that position and the way they reacted. And yeah. you know, I think he he grew like a whole new re- you know respect of you know what what James and I have to put ourselves through you know week in week out year after year. All right, what we're going to do here is take a quick commercial break on the MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show. Uh, Thanks for sticking around, and uh, see you after the jump. All right, Steve, let's talk a little bit about our buddies over at MotorWorldRacing.com, those fine folks that used to have that race team with me. You know, we won a few races along the way, and, you know, I got to know those guys, and all the way back from 1999 when they started their own race team and had their MotorWorldRacing.com site up and running, they've been pioneers in the dot-com commerce, if you will, and they've always seemed to have these great prices and great customer satisfaction. I don't know how they've pulled it off for this long, but they're definitely one of the premier sites and now with this radio show jump right back in the thick of things in the racing business yeah it's great to have them on and and the title sponsor for this uh, moto show uh, motorworldracing.com brian junkie glenn boggy owners down there great guys and uh, you get a little bit of a discount just for listening to this show that's right we offer our listeners exclusively if you go to motorworldracing.com right now and you plug in the promo code moto show at checkout you're going to receive a special 10 percent off your entire order 10% just for listening. Yeah, that's that's how we roll here, and that's how MotorWorldRacing.com rolls once again. Like I said, in all seriousness, they do have a wide selection of everything you need. And, uh, again, great prices, great customer satisfaction. Go check it out, MotorWorldRacing.com. We wouldn't be here without them. And also, don't forget, this week is the last week to enter to win a free Travis Pastrana jersey. That's right, an autograph, Travis Pastrana jersey, coming to you from MotorWorldRacing.com. The guy you saw on New Year's Eve, Red Bull, no limits. Uh, go to MotorWorldRacing.com right Right now, you can enter a chance, get a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Just go to the page and enter, and uh, one lucky winner is going to walk away with that jersey. X-Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race-proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X-Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X-Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Yeah, he's uh he's been he's been good, dude. He's been charging through like he he rides, I don't know, you know how JT just kind of does 20 laps at the same speed, but he actually he charges on that Suzuki. He looks good. I wonder if he found any any parts in your garage laying around somewhere. No comment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he did. I'm asking. I have no idea. I, I have no idea. I'm just asking. He's got a few little, he's got a few little pieces in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I, uh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure you've got a lot of Suzuki stuff at, at the races. So, uh, you talked to Goose much at all? You took keep in contact I with him. To Goose. Yeah, actually, I talked to Goose this morning. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, no, I talked to Goose a lot, and uh, you know, keep in contact with him and. He's a good guy, you know. He's a, you know, obviously he's the best mechanic out there, and and he's awesome. But you know, just 
on a friendship level. He's he's all he's a good dude. You know, I, I love yeah. to talk to him. He's always fun and exciting, and got something funny to tell you. And he was actually uh, going you know testing with Dunge Dog this morning, and then huh. uh, and then going out riding himself out at out oh, at uh, Glen Helen. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so I don't know. He's a golfer, so hopefully he's safe and healthy after today's riding. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I'm going to give this phone system a little more tries. Oh, man. Hey, are you there, caller? It actually sounds like somebody couldn't know you'd be there. No, no, it, it, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, we are still not still have phone difficulties here, Reedy. So uh, I appreciate you, uh, you, you holding firm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty nice. If nobody's calling in to talk to me, that's right. No, the lines are lit up, dude. And I tested these phones. We've been having working on these phones. The Moto Show's been we've been rolling. Uh, and yesterday and today have been a complete disaster. And I don't even know why. I have no idea. All six lines are lit up right now with people wanting to talk to you, but uh, but they can't. But they can't. Well, that's a bummer. That's uh. You know, not being at the races, I, I miss that part of it for sure. You know, getting mm-hmm. to see the fans and and, uh, and you know keeping busy and it's it's fun. You know, like I've kind of said in a few interviews, especially with you over the you know last few months. You know, you, <laughs> you love the people that whether they love you or hate you. You know, I think that uh, right. You know, it kind of kind of makes it fun and and, uh, and enjoyable to go out there and, and do what we love to do. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, it, it's got to be. It's got to be weird for you to read some criticism on on the message boards, like real hatred of you. But yet, I got a sense when you go to the races. I mean, everyone, everyone you run into probably wants your autograph, wants to speak to you. Those are your real fans. And there's probably 50 dudes on Vital, and I'm gonna have Guy B on here the show later on. Is there's 50 dudes on Vital that just just really hate you and they go off on it. You know what I mean? Like it's the message boards aren't a true indicator of your popularity. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, yeah. you know. Definitely, my my line is one of the, you know, one of the the biggest in that thing, if not the biggest. So, um, it's I mean, it's great. You know, I feel like I've raced all over the world and and enjoyed, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of cool people. You know, coming and you know they give you gifts every weekend and yeah. it's just it's always special. You know, there's some special moments every weekend with some you know fans and you know with my website. There's some you know, a lot of, you know, consistent, uh, you know, followers, and they're really, really into it, and um, it's cool to be able to, you know, meet some of those people on a on a weekly basis, and, and uh, you know, some of them are like my mom, it's kind of like you see them, and you give them a hug, and say what's up, it's pretty funny. Do you have a, I know Red Dog had these Japanese chicks that always, like, made them little gifts and stuff, like, yeah, th- yeah. do you have that? Do you have those people? Yeah, totally, totally. Always, you know, from... Uh, you always receive, you know, some form of gift from from Japanese people for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, whether whether it's from fans to uh, you know the company. When I was at Yamaha, always uh, I don't know if you remember, but the riders always got these um, like stole things that were on like this thing, and I have you know six of them for the six years that I was there. Um, and then when I was at Suzuki, we did a lot of testing with the Japanese, and they always brought you. Um, you know, some some gift and you know, very very uh, you know nice people and just very generous and, and polite and it's, it's I love working with the Japanese. Yeah, I uh, we we got those same dolls I think when I, when I was there, and uh, yeah yeah I think so they're, they're like on a like a little wooden thing. Yeah, but whatever I think they're kind of cool. It kind of represents each year that I was there. It's 
Yeah, I, I think they asked for mine back when I left. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, okay, so we usually have Paul Lindsay in studio, and as you can tell, we've had some technical problems. He's not here, so you're going to take part in the X-Brand Goggle tear-off segment. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, 25 years of goggle technology. John Knowles is probably going to be pissed right now that you're even... I was going to say, yeah. Knowles, I think, Knowles last night said I might listen in, and I don't know if he you know, got the word that I was on tonight, not last night. Yeah, he so did. I told him today. John Knowles. Yeah. I'm representing Scott, USA. <laughs> Nobody is as intense about goggles as John Knowles. Nobody. <laughs> uh, so so three three quick questions and uh, and uh, three answers uh, right off the top of your head without thinking um, so fast as you can. So question number one, will Shorty win a race this year? No. Okay. Question number two, is, is Davey Millsaps going to be up front the rest of the year like he was in San Francisco? Okay, and uh, question number three: Do you like twenty or twenty-two guys in the two-fifty main event? And you probably Thank don't you. even know they switched a few years ago. I didn't know they switched back to twenty. <laughs> yeah, they but did. Anyway, twenty-two. Okay, so twenty-two. I think there should be twenty-two in both classes for sure. Yeah. All right. And I think uh, there should be promoter choices for the last last two spots. Really? At least one spot. Promoter's yeah, choice. So. Yeah. Oh man, that would just open the whole thing up to a bunch of cluster. You know, uh, and the last question uh, of the X Brown Goggle tear off segment is, uh, what would you do if you were king of Supercross? What's the number one thing you would change if you were the king of Supercross? Anything you want? Um, if I could change one thing, I would love to have. Um, I would love to be or, or have somebody that that that's a go to guy for all the riders, not just me. Um, that you can go to and you can give your opinion about the track and, and feel like somebody's listening to you and, and somebody's taking that information on and, and, and somebody that's going to have, you know, racing in their mind, safety in their mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those two things are obviously the, the, the priority, you know, try to create the best racing, but then also be safe. Um, I, I would like to change that. I, from dealing with my Australian Supercross and, you know, dealing with Jason Baker and just that one guy and, you know, giving some information directly with him and working, you know, and getting good feedback. And it was just awesome. It felt like the racetracks were really good. We had a lot of uh, positive remarks from all the riders. And it wasn't just me. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. people would come to me. You know, a lot of people were, oh, it's Chad Sears, you know. He's got the pool. He can make it happen. So they'd all come to me, and then I'd be like the go-to guy. And I'm like, okay. You know, this kind of sucks, everyone's coming to me, but then I kind of was okay with it, and I felt like, okay, I'll take this on as being a real positive thing and, and try to take it to the track guy and and, uh, and try and, you know, make it better for everyone. And it seemed like when we did that, everything really worked out, and everybody was totally stuck with the tracks, and it mm-hmm. was safe and, and raceable, and that's what I would like to change. Okay, that's a good answer, and uh, I agree. I don't know why there isn't some sort of uh, safety committee of riders. That and uh, probably my next one would be uh, throw out the sound rule and give everybody earplugs. Uh-huh. And uh, I think that all the effort that you put towards sound, I think that they should put it towards the pollution and all the nasty fumes inside the stadium and try and get that out because, you know, I'd rather be deaf than die from the fumes. So, uh, the, the noise thing is curious because... 
if you've been if you've been to an NHRA dragster, people love it. They live it. If you've been to a monster truck event, it's gnarly, and people it's like it. It really bugs me. Actually, it's probably the number one thing that really bugs me on on some of the message boards and and within our industry. You know, whether it's you know the the MX sports guys or Supercross guys. You know, Feld, they're always talking sound and sound and sound, and I'm like, gosh, you guys are killing me. You know, like it really really bugs me. Like, yeah. How easy is it to hand out a, you know, two five cent set of headphones to everybody? You know, I don't know if everybody's or anyone's ever been. You know, go to an AMA Superbike race and watch it, and then go to a MotoGP and watch it. You can't even compare, and that's not even comparing the riders or the or the speed. It just it looks like you're literally watching Matt Maladin going down the start straightaway on a vacuum cleaner, and and you see Valentina Rossi on this rocket ship that. Yeah. You're here before you even see it, you know, and and I think that that's why they've got hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people going to watch their their races, and we've got, you know, look at Monster Truck. It's the wildest, nastiest thing in this. Yeah. Kids love it, you know. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they're not having problems selling those shows out, but then our shows, you can't, you know, you can't sell them out on a consistent basis these days. And I, I don't know, maybe maybe sounds not that thing, but I just think that, that the pollution and everything else that's in that stadium isn't isn't very good. You yeah. know, look at Toronto Supercross last year, you know, that the hotel, I think that that was a real telling story of it. You know, the hotel was attached to uh, the stadium and you weren't even allowed in your, in your hotel until like 3, 4 in the morning because of the, you know, the toxic fumes and everything inside the stadium uh-huh. going up into the hotel. Uh-huh. Interesting, uh, interesting thoughts and that has been the X-Brand Goggle uh, tear-off segment and uh, not by Paul Lindsay, but by... Uh, but by Chad Reed. And uh, interesting thoughts on that, Chad. I never really looked at that before. I did Paul Pratt. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you did. Uh, uh, <laughs> definitely in a typical Reedy fashion, you took something that, you know, everybody kind of thought a little bit about and you just you looked at it a different way. I don't know if it's you being an Aussie or what, but there's, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't think about that. Uh, MotoGP, you're right. Loud as hell. IndyCar, loud as hell. Uh, yeah. You know? Like when I go to MotoGP, you know, I love it. And right. Then, you know they're really, really loud, and I wouldn't want to stand on the side there without earplugs. But you know, you you, you go and grab a set of earplugs, you put them in there, and you watch it, and it's awesome. So right, right. I, I just don't. I think there's bigger priorities than worrying about sound, and you know. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Well, hey man, thank you, uh, thank you for coming on the show. We, uh, you know, technical difficulties and all, but you've been a trooper, answering the text back right away, and uh, you know we'll have you on again when the phone systems actually work. And uh, and people can call in and talk to you. So um, yeah, well, I'm pretty busy these days. So just uh, <laughs> you know, probably call in advance. Yeah, pretty, yeah. Pretty I'll I'll be seeing you. I don't think you'll be back by Atlanta, Daytona. So I will uh, be seeing you that week, and uh, hopefully you uh, you come back soon. Yeah, I wouldn't mind coming back for Daytona. I like that race. Yeah, you've done well there. It's it's, it's Daytona yeah. has treated you well. I remember. Uh, you know, you and Ferry and, and RC, the only guys, or the only men that could stay on the lead lap in 2003. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that was the best. I just wanted to throw that Yeah. Out. Yeah, that was, that was good, too. That was good, too. And then, uh, you know, the, the other, the guy you beat, the uh, they were all, weren't happy with the changes in the track. But, uh, hey, whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, all right. That would be cool. But thanks for having me on. That'd yeah. Cool. Thank you, Reed. And we'll definitely have you back when the uh, listeners can call in and ask you questions. Uh, that has been... Chad Reed of hey, Monster get, Energy. Get Angie on that. Get her fix it. Yeah, I know, I know it's Angie's problem. Um, she, <laughs> said, she says hi, by the way. So. All right. Thanks, Mathis. See ya. 
Great call as usual from uh, from Chad Reed. Uh, always uh, blunt and honest with uh, with all his opinions. And uh, there's a few guys that may not like that sound comment out there, but uh, I mean he's got a point. He, he definitely has a has an idea. So um, you know it definitely uh, makes makes a difference. Uh, hand, some, hand out some earplugs and see what do you guys think about that. Shoot me an email, at Steve at directmotocross.com, and let me know. If you think Reedy was off his rocker, or if you think that uh, he actually uh, had some valid points there, um, you know, so uh, let me know. But this has been the MotoWorldRacing.com Moto Show. Uh, I'm your host Steve Mathis. Paul Lindsay's not here; he's not on the phone as well. And uh, but we're uh, we're definitely going to uh, bring in our next guest uh, as soon as we can, and that would be none other than Steve Guyberson of Vital MX fame, uh, otherwise known as Guy B. Guy B. How are you? I'm good. This is Mathis. You are you are on the air. Um, we've been beset by technical problems tonight again, but uh, we will get Guy B on the air. Who, who tech inspected this show? Uh, I think it was Dave Die. Oh, okay. Actually, I, yeah, I think it was Dave Die. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not really sure what 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 went down. But uh, we're happy to have you on the show, anyways. And uh, what has been going on with you? Hey, actually, before we even get started, what happened? to you crashing i saw the i didn't quite i saw the photo and i quickly read the thread but i didn't know what you did what'd you do something completely retarded (laughs) Um, and it's uh something that i was aware of and was thinking about and still did it anyway in between the (laughs) in between the pit area and where the stadium is uh there's a set of parking blocks you know, normally it's a parking lot where the yeah. pits are in San Francisco. And for the handicapped area, there's a set of blue painted parking lots or blocks that I've tripped over before and knew they were there. And they, I don't know if it's just the light that time of night in the, <laughs> the, the parking lot or whatever. And I'll be darned. You know, I'm carrying cameras. I've got my laptop bag with me. Okay, so you're going from press box to the pits at the end of the night? Is that no going from the the pits to my truck to get out of there? Oh, okay, all right. And tripped over one of those things, couldn't get my feet under me, and just I tripoded on. Well, I didn't even tripod; <laughs> it was like one knee and right under my forehead. So I I got my ass kicked by a parking lot. Uh, now, did it seriously hurt? I mean, it didn't look good. It's one of those things where as soon as I sat up, I could feel the blood running down my face already you know like like a fast trickle going on already so um just you know just a head wounds bleed a lot anyway but uh you know it was just a oh man (laughs) i just ruined my night you know yeah uh now the question is too when you tripped i mean did you did you throw your face in the way of the cameras and the laptop like was that definitely on your mind well preserving the camera yeah but uh i didn't think you know, I wasn't consciously thinking, hey, let me get my face down here first so I can okay. uh, catch some of this cheese grater asphalt. <laughs> that, that wasn't high on the list. So what's the damage look like now, like two days later? Um, I've been wearing this monster beanie, <laughs> and, and that uh, it covers it up when I'm out in public because, you know, it, it's probably, I don't know, if you go to... I think the thread's pretty well buried on the... Yeah, I couldn't find it. Now. I quickly looked for it uh, today just to talk to you about uh, if you it. Just, if you just search my name on Facebook and find my profile on there, um, 
I, I think there's a, a post in my profile talking about I'm a retard and, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> so you, you can see a picture of it there. Right. But, it, you know, there, there, there was definitely some good kind of cheese grater action in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hate to say this, but better your face than the camera, right? Right? Hey, I make I don't make my living with my face, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, neither do I, buddy. Neither do I. Yeah. Uh, well, that, that, that's why I got into photography is because I know which end of the camera I belong on. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. Uh, I, I ran two miles for Josh Hansen, and then I looked at the video, and I was I about threw up. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what else has been going on in Guy B's world? Uh, awesome start to the Supercross season, huh? Uh, it's Man, it's cool because you go to the races, and you don't know who's going to win, and there's new stories every weekend. You know, it's, this is like a, a a dream season for guys that are reporting on this and shooting the photos, and, and especially for the fans too. You know, yeah. there's just there's something new that happens every weekend that just kind of blows you away. And man, if they could, if the script writers can keep that going for you know what, fourteen more races, that'd yeah. be awesome. Uh, thirteen more, yeah. Oh, 13. Okay, I was I was never very good at math. <laughs> uh, is it? Are you surprised at Dungey? I mean, he, I mean, take away his fall in San Francisco, and of course a race is a race, and and all that. But he was gone; he was going to win again. So, um, are you surprised? Yeah, no, he, he definitely had a good lead. You know, I I saw him some in, in the preseason and stuff, and you know, watched him at, at uh, doing a kind of a mock main event out at the Suzuki track and yep. getting faster as the laps went on. So, um, su- surprised, you know. It, you knew he was fast, but you just didn't know how he stacked up with everybody else. And, you know, man, I wish, uh, you know, you saw that Racer X video with uh, James uh, in between Anaheim 1 and Phoenix, and he looked like he'd figured a couple things out during that week. And, man, I wish we could have had, a, you know, some more of those races going on and, uh-huh. and a healthy pad and everything else. But, um, no, Ryan's been, been putting it down so far. I think if you're going to have James Stewart out, then you need to have Chad Reed out, or vice versa. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Well, either, the thing that... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, either both or none. Either both yeah. are out or none. <laughs> well, the, the thing that's going to be really interesting to me is the end of the season when those guys are back, mm-hmm. and, and they've got teammates that are going for a championship. It's going to get a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Are they going... You know, I heard... Chad talking about he's he's going to be going for wins, but you go for wins at the expense of your teammate, or or you take away that three point gap at the the front of the the points table, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and that's actually helping your guy. So I don't know. It, there's there's a lot of scenarios that could be very very interesting at the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if anybody out there has a question for Guy B, uh, you can't call in. But what you can do is uh, email me at steve at directmotocross.com and uh, I'll ask him the questions that you send in and, uh, and, and keep it clean. So uh, yeah, don't call in. Our phone lines suck. But uh, uh, certainly email steve at directmotocross.com and, uh, and we'll get Guy B to, uh, to answer some of the questions. So Guy B, you know, I, what? You know if this was a real radio show, you would have like a whole slew of voices developed already. Yeah, and you could you could just bust those things out at any time, and you could make up your own calls. Yeah, that that probably is true. I wonder if that really happens. I, I, I mean, I'm, clearly, I can barely run this show. We 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 <laughs> we've done four, and they were they were pretty flawless. And uh, this fifth one, man, it has been 
It has been a trying times. Uh, Cox Communications in Las Vegas. Um, once again, big f you to you guys. And uh, and now my phone systems, for no reasons at all, decided to act up. So it's uh, it's been it's been a trying time, guy B. Well, I think things like computers and cameras they sense stress, oh, and they is that pick. It? You know, they yeah. And when you're stressing, they they pick that time to really mess with you. So yeah. Have you ever had? Um, it, this is maybe this is the comparable to you. Have you had a camera break on you right at the race or during the main event, or have you had something go wacky where you were that was it? You were done. Um, a long time ago, I was shooting a, a BMX event in Paris, in actually in Bercy Stadium. Oh yeah. And this lady was filling up. You had a bucket full of water filling up a fog machine, <laughs> and she poured it right on my camera. No way. In the fog machine, <laughs> yeah. So, John Carr, who, you know, he shoots for BMX Plus and uh, motocross action, mountain bike action. He was there, and he loaned me a camera that helped me out there. And uh, that was back in the film days. Uh-huh. And then um, a couple years ago at High Point, uh, I had a shutter blow up on me. Uh-huh. And uh, Jeff Cardis, I think, had a spare body that he loaned me for that weekend. And uh, yeah, that that's a you know that's a pretty bad pity or stomach feeling when when you look at the you know the stuff on the back of the camera and start seeing uh, <laughs> sections of shutter going across the photo and you know that that's a bad deal. At least you can see it now. Back in you know back in the day um, when you were shooting slide film, uh, I was at uh, there was a mountain bike event in Mammoth, California, uh-huh. and uh, I shot slide film all weekend not knowing that my shutter was blown up so you get back at the end of the weekend and <laughs> going hey i could have just spent the whole weekend sitting with a drink in my hand doing nothing and yeah. sort of working my ass off climbing around on the mountain trying to get shots of all these guys those days of film were gnarly huh like i remember kit palmer telling me about them and, and reporting for cycle news and, and getting the film and man that was some work right there yeah well but you also got the the night off at the end of the night, you know, you couldn't go process things yeah. in your hotel room. So, um, yeah, you know, you had to learn really fast because, um, you know, if you were a third of a stop off on, on your uh, exposure with slide film, it was kind of pretty much junk. So, right. And at, at 20 bucks a roll, you know, it, uh, you had to sink or swim pretty quick. Yeah, no, that's true. I never, I never really thought about the cost of that either. So you're still up. I kind of wanted these people, uh, to, the listeners, the listeners, to realize that uh, your night doesn't end when the checker flag falls. Oh no, you're 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 doing the podium interviews. You're doing the post race interviews uh, right after the race. I because I've hung out with you. You go back. You uh, you put all your camera, put all your pictures on your on your computer. Go through those. Find the good ones. Resize them. Fix them. Whatever. Put them up on the internet. Put captions. This is an all-night deal after every race, correct? Yeah, kind of. And and last week I had the, the you know, my forehead dripping in between uh, photos <laughs> to work with. That's but, true. Um, no, I I joke that you know the day shift is everything through the the checkered flag and interviews at the end of uh, the race, and uh-huh. and then the night shift starts when you get back to the hotel room and you start working on photos afterwards. Yeah, I never really thought of that. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, were you actually bleeding on the computer? That, that's even cooler. Uh, no, I, I by that point I had some 
paper towels. And the paper, the, whoever cleaned up the room the next day in the hotel was probably thinking I slaughtered somebody in there. Right? Yeah. yeah, like you know, yeah, some sort of sacrifice, yeah, it, some sort of uh, ritual sacrifice. Yeah, it wasn't very pretty. So I don't know why you couldn't have sacrificed Steve Cox, your usual roommate. That would have been nice. Uh, he had his uh, wife with oh, him up there in San Francisco. That's so. right. So you were solo this week. It, it, it was all solo, yeah. Um, so what else? What else? Do you, what's your take on uh, on Weimer and Kennard and all that? Uh, lights class. It's been a little boring, but you have to appreciate Jake Weimer's greatness, huh? Well, you know, talking with Jake after one of the races, he he was talking about, hey, this is contract year for him, and he's got a, you know, he's trying to put on the best show he can and. You know, he, he's been really, really good and really, really solid. Um, yeah. You know, Trey stepped, stepped up this last weekend. And, you know, t- talking with uh, talking with him after the race, I, I was kind of shocked a little bit about, uh, you know, some of the self-confidence stuff. That kid is fast, and he should know it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it was almost odd to me, because I'm, I'm sure there's guys on the message boards that have way more confidence in Trey than he's gotten himself. But... <laughs> that win can spark something and and uh he really takes off from there yeah really that's that's a good point i wonder why a guy gets like that you know i mean maybe just injuries and and expectations you know i mean his third is is may as well be a 20th you know what i mean maybe yeah yeah and and hey when you've got 200 percent uh attempt at performance all the time that's 200 percent pressure on yourself too i guess so (laughs) yeah yeah maybe that's part of it does it calculate like that I guess you know. Yeah. I, personally, I only I only went for about ninety five percent on when I was racing. So yeah. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's talk about the message boards a little bit. Uh, you got you got any any threads that have stuck out in memory for you recently, good or bad? Any, um, any ones that you liked? Uh, well, oh, liked. Oh, liked or disliked? Usually, yeah, either one. Yeah. Well, usually um, it's. I hate to say it. It's the ones that. I end up having to kind of pay attention to the, the uh, <laughs> stick with you. Get, yeah, stick with me. You know, there was one uh, they were picking on Trey about mentioning, uh, you know, thanking God on the podium. And yeah, I'm not a religious guy, but can I respect his, you know, opportunity and and uh, mm-hmm. desire to say that up there for sure. Yeah, and and. Uh, this one guy who's actually not on the, for some strange reason, isn't on the board right now, um, said, oh, it's okay to mention God if you're, if you're, uh, you know, you're cheating on the track. <laughs> you know, it's like a, you know. It helps you out. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a get-out-of-jail-free card or something. But uh, he brought up the, the Villapoto, you know, the race where, uh, at St. Louis, where oh, yeah. Trey and Villapoto go, were going for the championship, yeah. and Villapoto ended up in the, the finish line structure. And you know, I, I think most of us have watched that race and figured out his handlebars were aimed straight up the track. It wasn't aimed towards Villapoto, right? You know, his back end stepped out and got Ryan. So I don't know. You know, I, it's unfortunate. You know, I hate having to be referee on stuff like that. Yeah. Cause Partly it's a no win for me, and but um, you know if if I do anything with the thread, half the people will think, oh, Guyby hates religion, and the other half <laughs> is, you know, Guyby loves it, and that's why he's getting it out of there. Whatever. Yeah. I'm a pain. <laughs> you can't really and win. The thing that's been gnarly this season is 
the amount of um, new visitors. You know, we've yeah. had tons and tons of new people on the site. Um, the message boards have been going crazy at, uh, you know, every Saturday and, and for, with the stories that we've had this season so far for days afterwards as well. Yeah. And um, we actually had to get in there and tweak on the code a little bit to, to speed things up. And I think uh, the people in there probably noticed the difference in uh, in how fast the board responds. And um, we've got, you know, some additional measures that we'll be working on too. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good. That's good to hear. Um, I mean, you get all kinds for sure on a message board. There seems to be more than ever uh, more conspiracy theories involving Stewart, Brooks, Reed, you name it. Conspiracy theories. People looking at a broken hand as much more than a broken hand. You agree with me? Like, well, is yeah. it just too much time on their hands? Is that what they have? I think there's occasionally you get uh, quite a few people who who they have some idea of what is going on out there, but uh, they don't maybe think the whole thing through before they hit the submit button. Yeah, <laughs> and it it would it would be kind of nice if uh, that would happen. You know, I had a an ex factory rider. Uh, hanging out in one of the pit areas this weekend saying, your guys kind of don't know what's going on sometimes. You know, some, <laughs> of, some of the, some of the loudmouth guys on there. Yeah. And, you know, I, occasionally I hear that at the races, but, um, you know, there's, we also have our, our group hardcore guys in there that kind of do know what's going on. Right. Unfortunately, they, they tend to get overrun a little bit by the <laughs> guys that, uh, or just want to hear, hear themselves talk. Yeah, yeah, and and let's not uh, let's not be mistaken here. Some big time former fast guys or current fast guys are members on Vital that you that guys don't know about. Yeah, there's there's a few undercover guys on there for sure. Yeah, and and, and, uh, and sometimes uh, they set the message straight, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, and and occasionally you get some you know some current guys who may have some uh, anonymous usernames. So yeah. it, it was funny in in the chat. Uh, earlier, Chad was saying that he's been posting in there, and uh, if he has, he's been under my radar. So yeah, and as Chad was Chad uh, in the Pulp uh, MX uh, Motocross uh, chat room. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Was it really him though? Could it? I think so. Well, Paul was in there saying uh, while you were having technical difficulties, he was uh, in there, I believe. Okay. All right. Um, uh, interesting. Well, cool. Good. Good for Reedy for uh, for jumping on. Uh, my favorite thing I've read on there recently was the guy who doesn't trust people who wears their hats backwards. Never. That was a pretty funny thread. Never yeah, trust that anyone that wears a hat on backwards. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, but but then when people started busting out photos of RC and Wyndham and pretty much anybody you want to name that had the photos of with their hats on backwards, that turned into a pretty funny one. Oh, I I think yeah. I, I think I missed that. Oh, I would have liked to have seen the rest of that then. And then uh, the other one was, you know, when people get off on the kind of dumb tangents and everybody will just start posting photos of bears. Yeah, what is what is up with the bears, man? I don't get it. Uh, it's one of those, I don't know, it's, it's user revolt, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I haven't actually seen it. People have been like, have you seen the bear thread? And I've been like, No. And and then a couple other people said it were to the point where I'm like, "Have you seen the bears?" And I thought it was an inside joke that I was missing, or I don't know. Well, apparently I was missing it too, but 
know, no, that that one's been pretty funny. So, and so, and just, so people just get, like when something yeah. when when a topic goes off the rails, they just start posting photos of bears. Uh huh. Okay. All right. I got it. Okay. <laughs> so I, I think I'll be wow well, more educated. It's right like it's like that photo of the. I have no idea what you're talking about. So here's a photo of a bunny with a pancake on its head. Oh, uh, yeah, I do like yeah. that one. I do like yeah. that one. Uh, I, I think I think the bears are a lot like that. Uh, I, or the kid that says, uh, "There's that clip where the, the newscaster asked that kid a whole bunch of questions, and he says, I like turtles.'" Yeah, exactly. It's it's along the oh, same. Com- oh, completely random. You, you just kind of shake your head and go, huh? "Yeah, huh? yeah." You know, uh, one thing, uh, we might have covered this on the podcast we did. If anybody wants to check out the podcasts, go to uh, iTunes and uh, Steve Mathis. You search Steve Mathis, you'll find it on there. Guy B and I did a podcast a while back after the Enduro Cross was in town. But, and I might have asked you this, but l- let's, let's get it again. How do, you, how do you stay so neutral, Guy B? I just had Fox yelling at me. Uh, Factory Connection yelling at me. Um, you know, Feld not happy with me. How do you... How do you do that? I want to be like that. <laughs> I don't know. In all my stuff, that well, here, I've got a parallel thing going on. In the race report yep. and, and most of what I post on the, the forum, yep. I, tend, I tend to stick straight with things that I've seen, heard, know, you know, really right. stick, stick with the fact-based stuff. Or um, uh, things like, you know, in, in the photo blast, you know the photo gallery that I do after each race. Yeah, you might you might see some more opinions stray in there, but you know for the news type stuff, I I tend to try and keep it. I stick to the facts and you know not so much my opinion. So yeah, maybe that's how it's done. You know, well, a long time long time ago, I asked my dad about our family heritage. Yeah, and he said it was Heinz fifty seven. So <laughs> I'm just going with there's a lot of Swiss in there, and I'm really neutral. So maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Hey, we got some reader questions. You you ready? Sure. Uh, what's your take on Danny Dolan and uh, his season so far? <laughs> um, I don't think Danny's made it to the night show yet. Uh huh. But you know, but we'll we'll keep our fingers hope what, what, our, uh, fingers crossed and and hope for the best. I haven't talked to you about that. What is, is that guy real? Is it fake? What's the deal? Because then people said he's. Got a handicap, and everyone felt really. B- what What is the ultimate story with Danny Dolan? I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> okay, but, all right. <laughs> but uh, you, you know, when I saw that one post about hey, he was in some kind of accident, and you know, there's a, there's a little Dane Bramage there. Yeah. You know, if if that's the case, um, you know, that is a bummer. Right. <laughs> but um, I don't mean to chuckle I, I, brain damage. I'm just uh, it, the whole yeah, thing is bizarre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. But, um, and I don't have any confirmation one way or another. You know, that was like a third-party email. Okay, you know, to, yeah. To somebody that, if nobody's ever contacted me directly and said, hey, I'm a friend, family, whatever. But, uh, you know, Danny's got his own thing going on, and he okay. believes in it. And, you All know, right. I, I, do, I do think he switched allegiances pretty fast, though, from, uh, uh, you know, Monster to... 666 energy drink or whatever it was. He, so. Danny Dolan was was paid off. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I you know I thought he was like a monster guy for life, and then all of a sudden now it's uh, all about the 666. Okay. Uh, another question. Do you have a fake login on Vital? Uh, 
No. Maybe. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, Red Bull. Uh, Red... Here, here I, I had to take a few names off the table. Okay. So, um, 99.9% of what I post is under my own name. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I, bust, I, I have one that I bust out probably less than a dozen times a year. Okay, wow. That'd be a special occasion. Uh hopefully it's not Mathis or Skinny Mathis. Um No. I do know who Skinny I knew who Skinny Mathis was. Do you know who that is? Yes, I do. Okay, all right. I didn't know if you knew. Uh he, he did pretty good last weekend. He did. He did. He rode well. Um mm-hmm. I haven't seen him on the board for a while, Skinny Mathis. He may have retired the the board name. I don't know. He, I, I think he's been a little busy since the start of the season. Yeah, probably. Uh Red Bull or Monster while working all night? I'm going to get myself in trouble. Uh. I, I'm, an, I'm an equal opportunity guy when it comes to energy drinks. Uh-huh. I hate them all equally. <laughs> I, part, partly it's, I don't know, my mom had uh, came down with diabetes later on, later in, or in, later in life, uh-huh. and uh, I'm trying to skip a lot of the sugar stuff. And How I don't do want to, you know, I, I, I love what energy drinks do for the sport, but I don't think they're that good for you. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Um, I know, shocker, huh? Yeah, uh, I'm a coffee guy more than anything, but uh, once in a while, uh, a monster for sure. Um, another question is, uh, do you ever ride? I know uh, I know the answer to this, but let's, uh, let's get your answer. Do you ever ride a dirt bike? I've got the scars to prove it, so <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've never been particularly speedy. I love riding. Uh-huh. Um, this time of year, I, I tend to skip it a little bit because going to the races every weekend, I don't want to break myself off and try and shoot photos from crutches. Or yeah, you know, I, I I think the Feld guys might frown on a little bit if I was down there on the sidelines uh, on crutches and trying to shoot and not being able to dodge a, a bike if I needed to. Yeah, that could be that could be. Uh, but you are getting a YZ250F here shortly. That uh, perhaps uh, actually, actually, I I got that right before um, day in the dirt, and oh, okay, I did a I did a race each day out there and in between shooting photos and had an absolute ball. That that thing, so it was a lot of fun. Right, right. Oh, okay. So yeah. So then you're just getting it done up by uh, C4 Faction MX and some others for a a bike test, I guess. Yeah. Um, Dave Dye hit me up a while back and and uh, suggested that hey, let's do this thing and. He wants to make it, uh, you know, all good usable stuff. None of the foo-foo, let's right. throw a catalog, you know, whole parts catalog at it. Like a good, solid, uh, no-frills bike. So yep. uh, we'll, we'll see what it turns out like. Well, with Faction MX products, it'll be fantastic. But uh, that's beside the point. Um, are you going to put some goggles on it, too? I'll do Max that. Yeah, I'll, let me put on my goggle hat. And I just took off my Faction hat. Now I'll put my goggle hat on. And... Uh, now I'm going to my journal, my hat off, my goggle hat on, and be a journalist again. But uh, um, I guess how's been? How's the photo access been? How, better it seems, right? No, same as it always was. Uh, it varies week to week. Is it okay? Um, last weekend sort of wasn't bad. We had one little island in the middle down by the first turn, but um, I don't know. There's still occasionally there's some not so common sense uh interpretations right 
You know, I, I think the angle from up above to what's going on on the track is a little different. After the finish line, there was a section where they come down and do that 180 and back up the start straight. Uh-huh. And pretty much you're protected by the, the finish line structure behind you, and from the most part, most of the guys were, their momentum was taking them wide coming out of that corner. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they they uh, said, no, you can't be down by that corner because they're, they're coming back in at you. And really, that's kind of yeah. not what I'm seeing. And yeah, one guy yeah. said, well, look, well, look, I got all muddy. Well, I'm not scared of the mud, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you got muddy, it, it, really? Imagine that. Yeah, it it varies from week to week, and we all just kind of deal with it best we can. So. Yeah, no, that's a that's a, that's an excellent point. Um, I mean, I don't shoot photos for a living, but I imagine when you get the track thing, it's it, it's either right then and there, it's either frustrating or or a positive day, right? Because you guys well, take that stuff pretty serious. Yeah, and so far it's been all baseball stadiums, so it's a little more open. It's kind of when you get to um, um, some of the East Coast stuff and it's football stadiums and a varying width. Some some weeks it's good, and some weeks it's really skinny along the sides. Okay, yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they opened the front row all the way around in some of those stadiums last year, to, and I think they were sort of trying to encourage us to head up that way, but it's not always easy to get from... The yeah. Floor up to the um, the stands and and vice versa. So it it uh, makes it entertaining. You know, if you're trying to get podium shots at the end or or get around to get a different angle of the finish line or whatever, right? Uh, it, it's kind of a struggle. One thing I notice is that uh, you you seem to be able to get all the podium guys each and every week, and that's not easy. Some guys bolt. Some guys stick around. They got other interviews to do. Uh, they're back at the truck. They got you know whatever, some place to go, some victory party or something. Uh, you, that, that's got to be a hard job because I, I know because I've done it. You can't always get six guys. Yeah, I, I think I've only missed a couple of them so far this yeah. season. And uh, you know, I think Ryan Morris at Anaheim One was one of them. Um, uh, I actually did get James for you know just a minute after Anaheim Two, and um, you know it was it was nice to be able to get that. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when things start going a little wrong over in, in that camp, um, they tend to lock down a little bit on, yeah. on access. And, you know, a certain part of me understands it, and a certain part of me thinks, well, hey, even at NASCAR races, they've got, they're interviewing guys coming out of the infield care center. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, and I've had this talk with I, Brooks, yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't want that job for the world, you know, interview guys coming out of a an infield care center. So tell me about that crash. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to be that guy, but, um, you know, I, for all the, the hubbub that happens on some of the boards sometimes, and, you know, uh, two or three minutes or even a minute sometimes, uh, just to get a couple answers. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it helps out. And, and at a, after Anaheim too, it was pretty obvious that James sure wasn't feeling very well. And, and uh, to be honest, I wasn't all that surprised to, to, uh, when I got the press release, you know, yes, it's a shock uh, that he had the surgery, but seeing how uh, pained he was and after yeah. after Anaheim, it, it wasn't really a shock, you know. Yeah, no, that's true. I, I mean, I talked to Brooks about this very same thing yesterday, and, uh, I mean, Larry and I are friends, so I can pretty much tell him what I think or, you know, right or wrong. His comeback to me was that when, when, when James is hurt or, or mad or uh, upset or in pain – he says the wrong things, 
And he said, you know, myself and James, we don't need any extra bad publicity. And so we're trying to keep him away from saying the wrong thing when he's in pain, hurt, miserable, upset, etc., etc. So it made some points. It made some good points. You know, if an athlete can't seem to focus on uh, on saying something, um, you know, politically correct, then maybe it's best for the team to do that. I don't know. Larry's explanation, while it holds some water, it doesn't hold a lot of water. You agree? Um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, when you get, you know, getting good quotes from a guy that's won. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Um, you know, where, where you really learn about these guys is when they are having struggles. Um, yeah. You know, you get, you get, I think the quotes are more interesting. Do I need to lead him in a, hey, you know, talk about uh, visiting the, the Kawasaki pits after the race? Not particularly. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure everybody wants to know about it. But, but on the other hand, um, you know, I know the quotes from, from James after uh, Phoenix that went onto his website. Right. Yeah, they came from him. Yeah, they got polished up afterwards. But whoever wrote, did that probably should have maybe suggested talking about Kyle and and uh, man, I hope he's okay and what you know. Right. There's uh, who you know, his professional person that was helping out out there could have helped him out a little better, I think. Yeah. So and and that was with the time. And that was to, with time and with preparation and everything. Yeah. Right. So you know, it's kind of all in how it's done. Um, you know, we're. We're fans of the sport, but you know we we try and be as professional as we can about dealing with somebody that that you know is hurt and yeah. and, and everything else. You know when there was myself, Cox, and Gene Turner from Cycle News hanging out at the AMA truck after Phoenix until just about four in the morning, and, and that's when we saw James leave. And you know, and he's he's hanging out, and yeah, we know he's hurt, and still a probably pissed off and. He probably doesn't want to talk to us, but you know, a couple minutes, I don't think in the grand scheme of things would have killed anything. Right? Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I mean, I don't know. And then you know, like all of us have James's cell phone number. Um, myself, you, Cox, Wygant, um, maybe Gene Turner. You know, we all have his cell phone number, and I'm probably pretty confident in saying all of us texted him at some point, saying, "Hey, can I get a word?" And the one I understand, I mean, nobody did, you know, it was uh silence and, uh, that just kind of, I mean, and I'm not saying it to get the scoop cause I, I mean, he can talk to you, you know, he can talk to you, he can talk to Cox, he can choose who he wants to, but I, there needs to be one thing put out there, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and it could be any media outlet he wants or chooses. Uh, he did, he did go with his site, but that almost caused more problems. You know, you call, go with a neutral media site and, and get your word out quickly and squash any sort of things that happen you know like i thought mcgovern uh tom mcgovern the cowie pr guy covered that awesome in phoenix when he immediately sent out an audio quote of reed after phoenix saying what happened in his words mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that to me was gold as a, as a journalist mm-hmm. as a guy trying to get the story you know and, and sometimes yeah. sometimes you want to see that on the other side stuff like that helps out for sure um I will say after Phoenix, though, late that night after we got the uh, 
you know, we kind of got the word on what was going on. Mm-hmm. We, we did have a PR guy that says, hey, you know what we saw here tonight? So it, he was kind of trying to spin it. Uh, you know, and I'm not going to say who it was that was doing that, but it, I, I, I did get a chuckle out of it going, you know what we saw here tonight? <laughs> really? Come on, tell me. What, what, did, yeah. what did we see? What did we see? Yeah. I, had a, I had a PR guy tell me, hey, listen, I'll just do the interview as the writer, and you just transcribe it. I know what he's going to say anyways. Oh, man. I actually had that. I was, like, disgusted with that one. But, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so, I mean, you, you can sometimes complain about the media being unprofessional in the sport, but it goes both ways sometimes. Yeah. I, I mean, I just want to see – I just want to see the stars of the sport, you know, get come out and say something, you know, that's all. Uh, well, I I wouldn't yeah. want to be one of any one of those PR guys because, you know, the there's weekends when their guys are winning – and those are the easy. I'm sure those are the easiest weekends in the world for them, both to write the thing so that you don't have to, to spin it, and uh, but when they do make their money, uh-huh. it's, it's on the hard weekends, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's exactly it. And uh, and and that. Yeah, I mean, but what you you said it perfectly. I think. So so with that, we're gonna just announce announce uh, that you're now uh, you're now a PR guy for a Vital MX and Steve Guyberson, correctly, correct? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody wants to get the dish on bears, on cutting your head, on posting on the message boards, contact Guyberson PR. And I'll I'll uh I'll fluff something up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh all right, Guy B. Well hey, thank you for uh for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. We couldn't get people to call in and talk to you. Um, but we will at another point. So um, I would like you to take some calls from some fans. No problem. I'd like you to answer to your bear, your bear uh, um, prejudice that you have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and then thank you for everything you've done for the MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show too on the message boards, uh, making it a sticky. I don't know if that's you or one of your guys, but uh, making it a sticky and making sure it gets up on top and helping me with putting an image into the post um, and all that stuff. You've been a, you've been a big supporter, so thank you. No problem. You know, I kind of DMXS guys back in the day helped them out getting started, and and uh, I generally don't have a problem pointing out good content on wherever it may be. You know, so yeah, I saw that you stuck up for me. One guy said that I needed to pay or or so. I'm not, I'm not an advertiser, so I couldn't direct people to my site. But I appreciate you had my back on that one. No worries. All right, guy B. Well, thank you, and I will see you this weekend in San Diego. You driving or flying? Uh, I'll drive the, uh, the, my corporate Toyota down there. Uh, okay. I'm flying from Las Vegas. So I'm a, I'm a pussy. Well, but, yeah. that makes, that makes more sense for that. It is. That's true. Uh, all right, man. Well, thank you very much. And, uh, I'll see you this weekend. See you there. All right. Thanks, Guy B. Yep. Bye. That was Steve Guyberson of Vital MX, uh, fame, uh, taking, uh, taking the, the, the route of, uh, taking the hard questions and, uh, giving out the hard answers. Guy B, one of the more neutral Reporters in the pits, uh, a very nice guy, uh, has no enemies, um, completely the opposite of myself, and uh, and and but but uh, does a good job. I thought he was uh, stuck to his guns there. Uh, also, too, check out that podcast I did with him on iTunes, and uh, you'll get a sense of his background. Um, I didn't even know how far his background went uh, with BMXing with motocross. Um, the guy's been around a long time, and he's done a ton. So uh, uh, check out that check out that podcast and uh, and, uh, and and see what you think about that. Um, 
thank you, I guess, for listening to the MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show. This is going to wrap it up. Uh, Chad Reed, Guy B were my guests. Uh, we had absolutely zero phone calls, and uh, that was our fault. We had technical problem in the very beginning. That was our fault. And actually, we were supposed to be on yesterday, and that was our fault too. So uh, whoever stuck it out to this end, uh, you guys are heroes, and I appreciate it. And um, as soon as I go off the air here, I'm going to uh, bang my head into this keyboard repeatedly, and uh, I may just end up killing myself, so it could be no show next week. I'm really extremely disappointed at that. Um, the technicians will be fired, hung, drawn, and quartered. I guess uh, that would be me. I'm the guy. Uh, thanks to my co-host, Paul Lindsay, for uh, trying to call in and for everything he did for the show this week. Uh, he's just been a, a listener just like all you guys. So uh, I've been holding the fort down. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I appreciate it. Uh, try not to uh, to ruin me too much on the uh, message boards and on the emails. Uh, certainly email me uh, good things if you want at steve at directmotocross.com. Uh, you don't need to email me and tell me that the show sucks and it's had technical problems. I know that. That's just going to further my depression and my slip into insanity. So, uh, yeah, like I said, good show. We salvaged it. I think it was good anyways. Thank you for listening to the MotorWorldRacing.com Moto Show. Thank you to X-Brand Goggles. Check them out at TheXBrand.com. Thank you to Rockwell Watches. Uh, check them out, RockwellTime.com and who's rocking Rockwell. And uh, Motocross the Nations in Colorado at the end of the year. Don't forget, check that out. Uh, basically, yeah, trivia question. I've got a bunch of answers, so uh, it looks like I've got a bunch of right answers. So all those, all those Rockwell Time gift certificates are are gone already for that and uh and thanks paul Lindsay, for coming up with that trivia question so uh have i thanked you guys enough i don't know thank you for listening to this edition of the motorworldracing.com moto show see you next week we will have the phones working we will have the internet working i swear <laughs>